So we are doing Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 25, Srimad Bhagavatam, The Three Modes and Beyond. Now yesterday we had concluded on verse 20, which talks about how when the intermingling and the changeover from one guna to another, that means from the mode of goodness to passion to ignorance, how this changeover affects the human being. Now, what we had understood was when a person is in the mode of goodness, he can try to become much better. But when a person is in the mode of passion, his downward spiral is much faster. Whereas, person who is in the mode of ignorance, he has an extremely, very, very big difficulty in life to rise above. This happens because of their nature innate nature, it doesn't allow people to do lot of things. Like say for example, in the last verse what we had done was about the sleep pattern. We had discussed the sleep pattern of these three kind of people. So the first kind of person that is the mode on the mode of goodness, his sleep pattern is, is very light sleeper. He is very alive most of the time. He is wakeful and he knows the right and the wrong and he will always veer towards the right. The second one which is on the mode of passion, this person is interested in sleeping but also interested in dreams. So he gets to see a lot of dreams and in the dream he always keeps on experiencing the world in a different way. And he loves dreams because he is a dreamer also in the material domain. So in the sleep pattern also he is basically wanting something over there. So it's a desire which is the most important thing for a world full of passion. The person who is on the path of passion is always wanting something. I want to do this, I want to do that. So even in sleep, he wants to have dreams. Then we come to the third kind of a person which is called the person who is full of ignorance. In this, this kind of a person, he wants to have a stupor. He is rather interested in being dead to the world. He is not interested in anything per se. He wants to have a very, very deep sleep. You will always find this person saying, you know, I want to sleep. I want to sleep. Most of the time it is exactly like Kumbhakarna. He will eat and go to sleep. And after that he will, he will get up whenever he feels that, oh, now is the time to eat. So he will get up. Otherwise, mm, there is no need. Then we had finally settled at a point where we said that beyond the three, beyond these three states is the fourth one, which is called the state of consciousness, which is supreme divine consciousness is beyond these three states. That is Sattva, Rajas and Tamas or for that matter even the three kinds of say sleep, dream and sleep. And the third one is wakefulness. So these three are there. So in these three, there is a fourth state beyond that. And this fourth state is called the state of consciousness where you are in the domain of the supreme divine consciousness. And it is transcendental in nature. It is beyond the material domain. We had stopped over here last time. 
we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 25, The Three Modes and Beyond. Verse 21 Learned persons dedicated to Vedic cultures are elevated by the modes of goodness to higher and higher positions. <clears throat> the mode of ignorance, on the other hand, forces one to fall headfirst into lower and lower births. And by the mode of passion, one continues transmigrating through human bodies. So, we are going to take up the different modes that a person goes through. So, the person who dwells in the plane of Sattvaguna is kind, considerate, loving, caring. Every good word that is there in the dictionary applies to this person. He is a believer of God. He prays fervently, has a clear understanding about his duties in life, performs the duties to the T, keeps time for godliness, serves the mankind. Such a type of a person definitely has to rise higher and higher and higher. Remember, these three gunas that are there, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas, these are still in the material plane. Don't mix it up with the spiritual plane. Spiritual plane is beyond this. So anybody who is in the mode of goodness will rise to the higher and higher planets. Now when they say planets, what exactly does it mean? It means promotion. A person gets promoted into the higher realms. So in Christianity you have, they become angels, right? Sages, saints, angels, you must have heard of all that. So in this book what he says is, they are elevated to higher and higher positions. So higher than mankind, is the godly plane. Which is the godly plane? It is connected to demigods, isn't it? So the person who is in the Sattva Guna rises to the plane of godliness, not the supreme divine, the material worldly godliness. So they can become an apprentice. See, remember one thing. Now suppose today, you are on the mode of goodness and you are said, you are told, you will be given a position of a particular deity or a divinity. Now let us say you are given a position connected to the domain of knowledge. Now if you are given a position connected to the domain of knowledge which is under the ages of a goddess called Saraswati. I think you know that. The knowledge goddess is called Saraswati. Now you are given a position in that department. So you are supposed to then get groomed for higher and higher positions. Is it correct or no? Suppose you join a company, a new company. What is your job? You are supposed to do your job and then you are supposed to rise higher and higher in that company. Isn't it? Hierarchy. You join as a clerk and maybe you will end up 
in the next as senior clerk and after that maybe you will become something else and then something else then supervisor then assistant manager then manager then senior manager then president or vice president or whatever these are the hierarchies in the same way this person on the sattva guna path his next promotion is on the path of godliness which is they are he is moving towards becoming a demigod i hope you understand this much so he is given the next elevated position now you are ready for going into that department called the department of demigods after demigods you know that slowly you have to rise even in the government there are departments don't you know that every government has a department so do you think that the education minister is going to do the smallest of the jobs no he must that person that education minister has got a lot of hierarchical positions secretary of education this one that one under secretary so on and so forth like that so these are called positions in the higher and higher planes the mode of ignorance on the other hand forces one to fall head first into lower and lower births now if you are on the path of tamas well, yesterday we discussed tamas yesterday we discussed rajas i had a lot of reactions everybody thinks that i am talking about them you know it's like you know putting the cap on your own head and say oh i identify myself on the path of rajas oh i identify myself on the path of tamas this is a satsang for everybody's knowledge and understanding do not try to put that cap on okay it is knowledge listen to it and try to rise higher in your world the idea is to always move upwards not downwards isn't it so this this particular person who is on the mode of ignorance what happens to this person who is in the mode of ignorance do you know what the person in the mode of ignorance says i have done one murder even if i do 20 murders the punishment is going to be the same i will still have to go to jail for many years isn't it isn't this how he says what he doesn't understand is in the in this hierarchy of things over here he has to come down various notches what are these notches these are called the hells the worlds of the hell do you think there is a very simple hell no <laughs> there are multiple layers of hell also like you say in our various torture chambers lower and lower torture chambers and he has to fall lower and lower and lower and lower into the depth of those things and right? to the he can hit the bottom also it is like you have different settings in your oven just imagine that imagine in the first 1 minute of roasting <laughs> or something like that just think about it now what is going to happen so this person who is in the mode of ignorance <clears throat> has to go through these various stages even in our normal life also we do the same thing isn't it at least in india i don't know abroad if you do some mistake your teacher will say you know she may have some two canes you know cane 
you know, came. Uh, the teacher normally comes and gives a solid beating. In US it may not be there, but other countries also it may not be there, but in India it does not matter. So show your hands. So two. One and two. Even in the Islamic countries, have you not heard? Somebody who does robbery, somebody who does rape, so many other things, they are giving different levels of punishment. Man will think that, so there are different levels of hell and different kinds of punishment. So this person who is in the third guna, tamas guna, has to fall down from one higher hell to the lower, to the lower, to the lower, to the lowest. And there is definitely different, different gradations over there. Now we come to the third one. There is a third person who is on the mode of passion. Now what happens to him? He is getting to transmigrate in human bodies. What kind of human bodies? This person may be born in a, in a very poor family. May be born as, like they say in this book, like a Chandala. Chandala means uh, maybe the lowest caste, the lowest family. Somebody who is a grave digger for that matter. You know grave diggers? We have domes. Domes means in, uh, in where they use in a funeral place, they normally pile up the wood and on top of it they keep the body, isn't it? Now, this person will be working over there. That is supposed to be quite low. People, those who clean the roads and all that. You know, in our world, we may say, no, no, they may come from a very big family. It does not matter. But they are still doing a petty and a menial job. So, this person who is in the mode of passion, the next life of his will be in the lower plane of the earth. That means... Remember there are three planes. One is the godly plane where is the earthly plane and then there is a demonic or the devilish planes. So he will be born in the middle plane which is called the earthly plane, middle kingdom. So he, when he is born in the middle plane, in the earthly domain, he has to come down in his birth. From being a person who is born in a rich family, who has got a lot of money and a lot of power, he will suddenly find that he's fallen down to a lower birth and then a lower birth and then a lower birth. Why? Because on the earthly plane also there are lower births. <clears throat> In the highest birth would be what? The knower of Brahma. Not rich man. Don't think rich man is... <laughs> it is not the rich in terms of money. It is rich in terms of knowledge. It is rich in terms of demonical knowledge will be one and this is the divine knowledge. So he will have religiosity. A person in the mode of passion, if he is well, he is doing promoted, then he will go on the path of religiosity. Somebody who is not doing the thing properly will have to come down. And down where? He will have to be born in a lower most family. You know, poor people, no money, so on and so forth. Got it? Those who leave this world in the mode of goodness go to the heavenly planet. 
those who pass away into the mode of passion remain in the world of human beings and those dying in the mode of ignorance must go to hell. But those who are free from the influence of all modes of nature come to me. So there are going to be always now four lines. The first line will tell you about Satvaguna, Rajas, Tamas and then the divine plane which is Krishna's own world. So the one who is on the mode of goodness will go to the heavens. I just now discussed it. The one who is in the mode of passion will remain on earth. He will be always you know, roaming around and getting a rebirth. Roaming around and getting a rebirth. Okay. It is like being born again and again on this planet earth. And the third kind which is the person who is in the mode of tamas. What happens to him? He goes to different different hells that are there. Those who are beyond this. Beyond this means beyond the three gunas. Those who have reached beyond the three gunas, they will come to me. Krishna says this. Because they are not concerning themselves with the body. They are good, kind, considerate, loving. They perform all their duties in the world. They have Krishna to whom they have absolute faith. You know, the yesterday we had written those words. Absolute faith, complete surrender, right? Unconditional love and single-pointed devotion. These four things are the simple entry points. When you have absolute faith in Krishna, there should be no doubt about it. What kind of doubts? Oh, is he going to give me this? Is he going to give me that? Should I... Those kind of doubts that are there, the doubt should not be there, absolutely. Surrender, person needs to surrender to the will of Krishna. Not thinking that, you know, can I talk to him later on? Can I do this later on? You know, that is not called surrender. Is it called surrender? If Krishna has said, go and get me something. So is it important to do it right then? Or should you, should you say, oh, when I go out, I will get it for you. So that is something which you should not do. That means jobs which come to you naturally at that point in time should be done immediately. Not tomorrow, day after tomorrow or one year later or seven years later. They can't be done many years later, isn't it? That means you are not following the path. The third word is called unconditional love. There should be no conditions for the love. If you do this to me, I will do this for you. This is a conditional love. In the material world, everybody thinks that, you know, I am married to this woman and I have unconditional love for her. It's never the case. In Krishna's world, it has to be absolutely unconditional love and the fourth word is called single-pointed devotion. Single-pointed devotion means you are not supposed to look here and there. What other people are doing to Krishna, don't bother. Your job is only to focus on Krishna. That's it. Okay, Father in heaven. Your job is only to fix yourself on the Father in heaven and not bother about anything else. Once you do that, then you will reach his domain. Sorry. So we move to the next verse. Work performed 
as an offering to me without consideration of the fruit is considered to be the mode of goodness work performed with a desire to enjoy the results <clears throat> is in the mode of passion and work impelled by violence and envy is in the world of ignorance again the three modes are given remember this is a chapter describing the various modes and how we transgress you know how we transcend or go beyond or we fall down or come up so this this verse is going to tell us if you perform any job <clears throat> any kind of job without bothering about the fruit what kind of fruit any kind of fruit so when you don't bother about the fruit you are not bothered about any other thing except performance of the work then you are on the path of goodness so this is the mode of goodness work performed with a desire to know enjoy the results is in the mode of passion so any kind of work that a person does and wants to enjoy a person may go to a temple just i am giving you an example and the person will give an offering he goes to a church and gives an offering now when you know those altar boys and all they will come around with that small long stick and that thing at the end of it and then you put some money in it you know those kind of things or in the temple you have all those collection boxes i'm sure you have seen hmm? at different different places they are there have you seen people will put some 10 rupees 20 rupees and all first they will check out what is the loose change that they have have you seen that a man always looks at the loose change first a person who is on the path of tamas tamasic person doesn't even want to open his purse a person who is on the path of passion will say no no i think i will give 100 rupees he thinks he is doing a favor he is having thousands of rupees with him but yet he will give 100 rupees he is giving 100 rupees to that god over there and expecting a million rupees from him that is his expectation what does a person who is on the path of sattva does you know what he does first he will go and offer it to the divine and say thank you god for giving me this and this is what i owe you basically he doesn't owe but he says i owe you this much he will offer it and whatever is left behind he takes it back in olden times if you remember there were people who will bring their entire salary and give it to their mother or father isn't it i'm sure you have seen in the movies hmm? they will bring the entire salary they might have earned 500 rupees they will bring the 500 rupees and give it to their mother the mother will keep it under lock and key and she will dole out the money whenever it is needed it, this was the system in olden times today the money straight away goes to the bank your personal account it goes to the straight to the personal account and then what happens 
then you issue out payments the way it has to be done. Some people pay the rent, some people pay something else and so on and so forth. Do they ever have money in their pocket to hand over to anybody over there in their world? No, nobody has. So this is what happens to the person who is in the mode of passion. He will do the job and he will talk about it. He will tell the whole world. And he'll make, he will take out a lot of mileage from the money that he has given. You understand? There are kind of people who will give so much and they will take out extra mileage from that. So the person who is on the mode of passion is exactly like this. He will give little and he will expect more. Aren't there a lot of people in this world who have servants at home? The government says give them minimum wages. So what do these people do? They give only minimum wages. I have seen people in Singapore being given just $300. These people earn $25,000, $30,000 or maybe more than that per month, one person. And they may be two. The husband and wife may be together earning around $40,000, $50,000 per month. And they are paying a maid they have brought from Philippines or Indonesia or one of those countries, small countries, and they pay $300 per month. And they think they are doing a favor to that person. Isn't that called exploitation? Even in India, you do the same thing. The person is earning a lakh of rupees and is not even willing to pay 2500 to the maid who comes to clean the house. For them to pay 2500 is a very big sum. This is how the world is. A person who is on the path of passion is always focused on results, is always focused on what he is going to get out of it and then the person who is on the path of tamas is impelled by violence and envy in the mode of ignorance. Means what? He is very violent in his ways. You know this, you have seen people who torture their, uh, their servants. Have you heard about this or no? So many people literally make the servants work from morning to night. They will give them food which is previous days or God knows when. And they will not even give them anything. That is one. Another thing is in the material world, these kind of people, when they do the work also, who? The people, those who are on the path of tamas, tamasic people, when they do jobs, when they do some work, they will do it in a very casual way. They will charge for the whole day and the work will be done in 15 minutes. Have you met this kind of people they'll finish their job in 15 minutes and go away and charge for the whole day I have seen people who have come to me and when they are doing a certain job like you know flooring or tiles and all from one of my places they had taken there was one samai you know samai means what the lamp which you light in the temples and all the big lamp that is there 
that lamp must be averaging 5, 4, 5, 6 kilos I think in weight. Brass lamp. And the brass lamp is normally dismantled and kept. So this person while doing the job he swiped those things and went away. Took away that lamp. That portion of the lamp. And that must be around 2 kilos in weight and he must have sold it for say 200 or 300 rupees outside. It cost me 10,000 rupees. He not only got paid for the service that he was doing, that means, you know, the layering that he was doing. But he robbed that thing from there. So such kind of people are tamasic people. They will try to do harm. And they are envious of everybody. They have envy for everybody in their world. They will say, oh, this person is getting more, that person is getting more, why should I not get this? You understand, they are constantly comparing to other people. So the people, those who are on the path of tamas, are always doing comparisons. They will try to do very little work and they will try say that they have done everything in this world. So this is a kind of a work. Now we move to the next one. Absolute knowledge is the mode of goodness. Knowledge based on duality is in the mode of passion. And foolish materialistic knowledge is in the mode of ignorance. Knowledge based upon me however is understood to be transcendental. So now Krishna is talking about knowledge. Previously it was about work. Right? Before that it was about dreams and you know the sleep pattern. Now it is about knowledge. Person who is on the path of Sattva. He has knowledge about the Supreme. I want you to think about it. In your own house, in your own household, what do the people know about God? Ask yourself this question. What do the people know about God? The rest of the people in your house, whether mother, father, brother, sister, whoever it might be, wife or husband or children. What do they know about God? Do you know what they know about God? They only know that God is there in the place of worship. Isn't it? Doing all kinds of rituals and rites, celebrations. Isn't that what they do? These kind of people are more about show and you know, pomp and glory and everything. They want to decorate during the Christmas. They will put up a nice tree. They will decorate it. And they will put all those lights and everything. And that is what they think is religiosity. They think God comes because of that. They will put a crib. You know crib? You Have you not seen outside this church also a lot of cribs and all? In Hinduism what do they do? They will dress nicely. They will go to everybody's house. They will wish that person. They will exchange sweets. They will blow crackers. They will decorate their house. All these things they do. They do that. They think that is what it means. They will go to the temple on Ekadashi, this, that, so many other festivals. They will go to the temple. On a Thursday, they will land up in Sai Baba temple. On a Monday, some temple. Tuesday, some other temple. They have a list of temples which they go to. Saturday they have to go to Shani Maharaj. Sometimes Ganesha, God knows how many gods they go and visit. 
this is exactly what the knowledge is of mundane kind of people. But now I want to ask you this question. What knowledge you have about the self? About Jeevatma? That there is something beyond the gunas. Do you have this knowledge? That the God is within you? That knowledge you have, isn't it? Do you think the other relatives of yours know about this? How to reach the... Do they even know what we talk about self-realization and other things? They don't know anything from Adam. They just think that they have to celebrate things. They are supposed to do all kinds of material worldly stuff and all that. So this is the first knowledge which is called the knowledge of the God about goodness. This is absolute knowledge. First one. Alright. This knowledge is there with the sattvic people. Then we take the next one. Duality. Based on duality. I am one. God is another. I am one. God is there. You see. They think God is in temples, churches and various other places. They go searching for God outside in their world. The first knowledge. Remember the knowledge of goodness. You have to find God within you. Second one. Duality. I am separate. God is separate. So please find God outside of me. Third one. The third is called materialistic knowledge in the mode of ignorance. What is this materialistic knowledge? God is going to be pleased with me if I do this for him. You understand this? This person is only transactional in nature. He has no other knowledge except transactions. You have seen the kind of people who have this kind of knowledge. I have told you all many a times. You know they have these activities in various parts of the world like Philippines and South America and all. They will nail themselves to the cross. In the Middle East they will take a, a whip and they will whip themselves up. Have you seen that? And in India and other countries they put a stick you know, through your mouth like this. Or they put it on their tongue. I am sure you have seen that. This kind of knowledge is what this third kind of people have. Which is Tamasik Guna people think that God is pleased if I do torture to myself. Got it? Whereas, now the last one. If you have the knowledge about Krishna, if you have the divine knowledge about the Supreme Divine, this knowledge will bring you to me. That is what Krishna says. The knowledge about the Supreme Divine. What is the knowledge about the Supreme Divine? There is a Father in Heaven. And there are no hells and there are no nether worlds and there is no torture anywhere. I am only supposed to be bothered about my father in heaven. Isn't that what Jesus Christ did? The way Jesus Christ functioned in this world was full of compassion, full of love. He helped everybody around. Isn't it? Isn't that what even Buddha did? 
you are coming from that domain, what is the first job that you are supposed to do? You are supposed to look at this world as a place which is full of goodness and help everybody around. Just the way Mother Teresa would have done. Just the way how saintly people do. Do they discriminate between anybody, one and another person? No. Even anybody who comes to them is treated enough with respect. There is no distinction. If you remember even the story of Parshuram's mother, what did she do? She, did she not go and help all those people who were suffering from leprosy? They are that kind of people. People who like to help the mankind. So those who are on the last path, that is one which takes you to the Supreme Divine. Now this kind of knowledge if you have, where you know very well to see the first you have to see that world within the divine and the divine in everything. Did you get the point? Can you see God in everything? So this person who is in love with Krishna or the supreme divine or Allah or the father in heaven, this person will consider everything around him as his own children children of God. He doesn't make a distinction and works together. This kind of a person, this knowledge if you understand this much, it is called transcendental knowledge. So I hope you understood the fourth part we have done. Huh? Now, how many things we have covered so far? We have covered <clears throat> one is the sleep, work, knowledge. Now we are coming to Residence in the forest is the mode of goodness. Residence in a town is in the mode of passion. Residence in a gambling house displays the quality of ignorance. And residence in a place where I reside is transcendental. So now the places where these four kind of people live. The person who is in the mode of goodness. What does he do? He lives in the forest it seems. What is this forest we are talking about? He is not a forest dweller by the way. Please do not mistaken him as a forest dweller. He lives like a, in ape over there. No, nothing like that. <laughs> he is a person who has given up material worldly desires. Do you get the point? Someone who has given up material worldly desires. He lives in a very very simple house. He may not even have a transport vehicle. He may just be there as a tenant. The kind of residence that he lives in is not ostentatious. You know ostentations, you know how to show off. Oh, I got this one. I got this. I got... He doesn't do anything like that. It's called a humble dwelling. You understand what a humble dwelling is? Nothing fancy. He may not even have a sofa set. You understand? 
because sofa set means money. This person may have just a baithak. You know, in India we have baithaks. I don't know whether you know what a baithak is. A baithak is a place where you sit on the ground. On the ground, you put some, you know, something uh, like a, a chatai. Chatai is a mat. You put a mat on the floor and you sit on the floor. Or you put a small bedding, you know, the one which we make of cotton. You put it on the floor and sit on it. This person will live like this. He is not bothered about making very fancy. Hey, can you see that thing behind me? That's a fancy thing. He's not interested in sleeping even on that. So this kind of a person is very, very simple. He wants to live in a simple place. Not an ostentatious place. He will work every day. He will be doing, tending to everything around. I mean, are we not searching for such a kind of a place? You know, the kind of place that we are searching for is more on the lines of a village, a small place where people can stay comfortably, not, not a fancy location, work in the fields, work with the people around, that kind of an ashram space. We are not looking for a five-star hotel. So this is basically what a person from the Sattva Guna does. The kind of dwelling place that he has is very humble and simple. Now we go to the next one. The person is in the mode of passion, wants to own multiple houses, is not satisfied with one. I have a country house, I have this house, I have an outhouse also. You know, the, the house will be there and there will be an outhouse also. The person will have a garage. He will have four or five cars lined up over there. We'll have a swimming pool. We'll have this. We'll have that. And he's always bothered about more and more and more and more and more. This person is in a passion. Path of passion. So he's passionate about his living place also. When you enter his room, when you enter his house, there will be a fancy decoration. The entrance itself will be a grand there may be fountain outside, God knows. And as you enter over there, you will find massive statues and this and that from... You know, olden times we used to have those, uh, you know, antique statues all over the place, paintings, big showcases. I still remember going to a very rich man's house. I saw there was a showcase. Now in that showcase, there were very lot of Ganeshas over there. All those Ganeshas were, you know, locked and kept inside. And he, he was telling me where he acquired this Ganesha, where he acquired that Saraswati, where he acquired this and where he acquired that. Now this person is a very, very rich man. The gods which he has are supposed to be a showpieces. In the same way, this man who is on the path of passion is always a show-off. He just wants to buy, you know, keep things in his world which he will then present it to people. 
you will have very good furniture at home teak wood furniture rose wood furniture oh you see this is made of walnut wood oh my god this is rose wood i imported this wood from this place and i made this the chair is very fancy when you sit on the dining table also this is a silverware he is not talking about simple stuff he is talking about complicated stuff so this is called the mode of passion so this his residence is full of all this grand stuff residence in a gambling house displays the quality of ignorance what does it mean gambling house have you seen houses where everything is lying strewn around all clothes are lying here and there the laundry is piling up for weeks have you seen the house is smelling of dirt the they have never removed kachra kachra means uh, the dirt dust from the floor nothing is cleaned i'm sure you have gone to these kind of houses also you have gone to the houses where there will be bottles of liquor half empty bottles lying here and there you know every day when i go out in goa over here there are thousands of bottles of people who have drunk liquor and thrown them would they like to do this these are all rich people from bombay and all those places do you think they will do that in their house and chitty and i were discussing yesterday he was telling me that if we were to get that you know all those rag pickers that are there rag pickers if a rag picker comes to goa and starts picking up these bottles he will he will become a billionaire that many bottles are lying that much amount of plastic is thrown over here and all these who has done this all the uncouth terrorist who come over here you know terrorist nahi bolna chahiye tourist bolna chahiye lekin terrorist mu se aaya sorry <laughs> i think both words sound very good no together they are terrorizing the whole place they are throwing bottles and bottles everything is thrown just like that plastic is thrown all over why do they have to do this so this tamasic person is exactly like this his house is like a mess he lives like a pig you understand how a pig style is his house is just like a pig you know once upon a time i used to go i mean i was assisting a ceo of a top organization so we had a meeting in a in a hotel five star hotel called sea rock in mumbai so i was when he said i please can you come and pick me up from the gate so from the from the lobby so i went to the lobby and when i picked him up he said suresh first i would like to go to the bathroom to use the washroom i said okay maybe he is having a problem so he went he gave me his bag i i was holding the bag inside and waiting and you know what he did he went to the loo and inspected the whole place up he did go for any any job of his okay he went and inspected the place i asked him why is he doing like this he says you know what 
in my life my father taught me this if you want to know what kind of a place is this go and go to the bathroom and inspect the bathroom if you find the bathroom has never been cleaned in life you can understand immediately this fellow is i mean this place is not good <laughs> so it is like this so it was a very funny experience that i got i i learned a couple of things from him that time i said okay fine next time when i go to these places i will also think about that <laughs> so coming back aside from the joke the place of residence if a person is living like a pig if the place of work is worse than that have you seen uh, in your own office some people will work with clean tables you know clean tables absolutely clean some people will have a pile of books lying a pile of papers a pile of things lying on the table you have seen that there are some people on their desk you will find a lot of dust and you know the mug from the previous evening not cleaned just lying like that their drawer is strewn with all kinds of stuff it's like a mess i'm sure now you understand what i'm talking about even at the place of worship or the place of uh, their work work is worship we call it isn't it at the place of work also these people are like that so those who are on the tamasic path even their work desk is going to be horrible the space where they work also is going to be bad i gave you an example about the toilet now think about all these things and now we come to the last one <clears throat> krishna's domain or the residence of krishna supreme divine allah supreme divine consciousness or father in heaven what kind of place do you think this is a very austere and a beautiful place the moment you enter that domain you will get very sweet smells like i'm sure you know when you have gone to a place where there is a lot of godliness the place also smells very nice right it has got a heavenly atmosphere you feel like sitting over there you feel like going to that place again and again do you feel that that place has got an aura of divinity in it so this person who is on the path of krishna of reaching this supreme divine or believes in the father in heaven their place of residence will be very divine like we have how many you know in in our place we have the moment you enter you will get a very sweet smell of khas because the kind of agarbattis the joysticks which we use in our place are natural joysticks made out of khas okay they give a very beautiful smell the whole place will seem very very friendly and godly so this kind of a residence this kind of a place 
the person who is with Krishna lives in. A worker free from attachment is in the mode of goodness. A worker blinded by personal desires is in the mode of passion. And a worker who is completely forgotten how to tell right from wrong is in the mode of ignorance. But a worker who has taken shelter under me is understood to be transcendental to the modes of nature. So now the kind of worker, the kind of a person. See, we all work in this world, isn't it? Yeah, you may say I don't work, but I do my work, my different kind of work as a teacher. So what is this kind of a person? The first kind of a person who is from the path of sattva. His work, he keeps on working. He is not bothered about anything. There is no attachment of any kind over there. He is doing a perfect job wherever he goes. Suppose you call him to your house. Say, please come. My son's birthday is there. Do you know what that person will do? That person will go to that house. Immediately go to the kitchen or the place and will ask. Can I help over here? Can I help over there? This kind of a person is in the mode of goodness. He is a worker. He never bothers about who is going to praise whom and all that. No. He is not bothered about praises. He will do the work everywhere. When you come to my ashram over here and if I see you just sitting in one place and not doing anything, I will definitely ask you. This is an ashram. This is a public place where everybody comes together for a common cause. Why are you sitting here? Why are you not doing this work? Is it not important that you should be a part and parcel of this place? So, in an ashram, we all tend to work together, including me. I also work. Because we are not bothered about who is going to see what and who is going to do what. Got the point? And we are not here to distribute work. This is not like a, you know, people believe that they are leaders over there. And they will say, hey, you go and do this. Hey, you go and do that. These are called supervisors. No. It has to be equally distributed and done in the equal manner as if in one place. You know, as if it is your own place. So such a kind of a worker is not attached to anything. He just does everything. The second person who is on the mode of passion is always bothered about, I did this. I have done that. I have done this. And he wants accolades. You have done a great job. He wants to hear those words. He wants to hear this. Okay, so you are allotting me this work. So this person also should do that work. He is always dividing the kind of work. He wants assistance. So this kind of person is in the second mode. Which is called Rajas. The third person is not bothered about work. Will shirk. Understand shirking work? Can I avoid it? Can I just go away from here? Should I? Why do I need to do all these things? There are other people around. No. There are so many assistants. So why not do? Let them do. So this kind of a person is in the third mode. He is how to tell right from wrong. He has no idea what is right and what is wrong. But those who are on the path of spiritual, that means those who come to me, they have taken shelter in me and understood to be transcendental in the modes of nature. This person believes the job which he has got has been given by Lord Almighty. 
and does it perfectly without expectation. I told you this person will help everybody around, will be good to everybody, will consider everything as his job and will keep on doing his job. Because if you have come from that domain of Krishna or that domain of Father in heaven, you know this whole world needs you. And you are there to help everybody around. Just like Mother Teresa, just like the Dalai Lama, isn't it? So this is how work is defined. So today we have come to a point where we have finished verse 26. And we have described the different kinds of modes, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. And how that affects from the dwelling place to the work, to the kind of activities that they keep on performing. And this is where when you yourself understand what kind of a work you are doing, where you are staying, what is your passion, what is it that you are after, you will decide for yourself which mode you are in. Are you in Sattva? Are you in Rajas? Or are you in Tamas? Look around you. Decide for yourself. I am not pointing out to anybody. Like yesterday everybody thought I was pointing out to one particular person. No. This is, you decide for yourself. Nobody is pointing fingers over here. But what is the best thing to do? The best thing to do is to think about the Supreme Divine. To work on the path of Father in Heaven or Krishna's domain. And be kind, friendly, considerate, compassionate, loving and every other good word that is there and use it to serve the world. That is the ultimate thing to do. We have all come here to serve this purpose of our birth. We are, our Swadharma is to work for mankind. So let us do that. Okay? So I will stop over here. Thank you.